Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Uh, not bad. Not bad. Enjoying the, the nice weather. It's nice. Uh, I know I said how we had a heat, a little heat wave going on for the Bay Area. Yep. It cooled down a bit. Still warm, however, very, very, very uh, nice and tolerable. <laughs> okay, good. Very good. It's on, you know how like you have tolerable weather? This is on the upper end. However, it's still nice. Yeah, I mean, you live in an area for uh, a while, and then you get, you know, your extremes, right? Right. Yeah, and so this is more of uh, this is not quite at the extreme, so it's it's right a, right below the extreme, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, we are, you know, like I, like I said before, we are in our monsoon um, for for 2022. Uh, we had a couple storms early, late June, uh, early in the season, but in late June and it's been dry this whole weekend. So it's been warm, but it has not been too humid, too humid. So it's the humidity that really kills me, man. It's, it's not really the heat. It's the humidity. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. That's it's worse. And <laughs> you remember that old Saturday Night Live skit, uh, where, or they did the uh, the weather report. I think it was during Good Morning Brooklyn. Oh, it, it's hot as a bastard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, and down, you know, down in Florida, it's muggy as a bastard. You know, we don't we don't hold a, a candlestick to Florida when it comes to muggy. That's all. <laughs> that what was, was it like? Uh, like Wisconsin is cold as a bastard. Yeah, yeah everything it, as a bastard. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest, it's raining like a bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway, those are the extremes, though. Anyway. All right, so uh, shall we get to the beer, then? Sure. All right, cool. All right, so I have in front of me today from our good friends in Phoenix, Arizona. This is still my... It it will always be the first brewery I've ever been to in Arizona. It is from Renhouse Brewing Company in Phoenix, Arizona. They also have a... Prescott location, or excuse me, Prescott location, where they do, it's mostly production, but they do have a, um, a tap room and a little patio out there. They call it the, I think they call it the Prescott patio. But anyway, uh, from Renhouse Brewing from Phoenix, Arizona, I have their double dry hopped renovation. And renovation has a W in front of it because they're a Renhouse. You know that the Arizona bird is the cactus wren. That's where, and, and I've talked about it before on the show when I had uh, Drew. Um, one of the owners from Rent House. And that's the first time I learned of it. I, you know, I'm still learning about Arizona. You know, I've only been here six years, so I still have a lot to learn. Um, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> not just about Arizona, either. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I do not have much on this beer. Um, I will let you talk about your beer while I look up this beer and a little sample it. And uh, go ahead. What do you got? All right, I have from Seismic Brewing out of Sonoma Ooh. County. Yep. I have, as my search for the uh, perfect crushable summer beer continues. <laughs> right. I have the Tremor California Light Lager. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, the brewer's notes, what is Tremor California? Well, Tremor California is as local as it gets It comes when it comes to craft beer. Sourcing 100% organic barley from California farmers. We work with Admiral Maltings located in Alameda, right. California, to craft the freshest uh, floor malted barley. 
Our light lager is brewed at our American-owned independent craft brewery located in the heart of Sonoma County. The accolades uh, got a silver in the American-style lager category in the 2020 Great American Beer Festival. Very nice. Wow. So uh, it's a gold American-style... Oh, sorry. Gold? Uh, gold? I'm sorry. It won a gold in American-style lager category in 2021 at the Great American Beer Festival. Nice. Very good. Best of California and Grand Champion Finalist American Style Lager Category in the 2021 U.S. Beer Tasting Championships. The Gold in American Style Lager Category in the uh, 2020, or sorry, 2022 World Beer Cup. Right. And um, 89 points in Craft Beer Connoisseur. Wow. Yeah, Fucking it. They heard the it. website really cares about their stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> this the, is, this is the winner right here. This is the winner for yeah. your <laughs> search for the Summer Crushable Beer right here. <laughs> exactly. It, it should be at the, it well, seems like it should be at the top, right? It seems like it, right? Yeah. So the style is a California Light Lager. ADV is 4.20%. IBU of 15. SRM of 2.3. The malts are organic Admiral Malting Pilsner Malt. Mm-hmm. Hops are organic Eureka, and then it's sold in uh, 12 ounce six packs, 12 pack, and 19.2 ounce cans, available oh, year yeah. round. Okay. All right, the, <laughs> the website actually goes on and on, but uh, that's just the story behind the beer. I'm just going to get to it because I gave you all the, the nitty gritty. And for those of you wondering at home, yeah, for those of you that were uh, wondering at home, I couldn't help myself. So. I got the 19.2-ounce version of it. Of course, yeah. The bomber, right? <laughs> right. And... Ooh, I lost grip. Papa. <laughs> All right, so mine is the double dry hop renovation. Um, they have the original renovation, um, which came out uh, a couple years ago. I think uh, in 2021, 2020. Um, it doesn't really say on the website, but... Um, I'm going to go over the particulars for the original because the double dry hop version is just the same, but double dry hopped, right? So this is uh, built on you an American... Yeah, you would think so. Uh, an American Pilsner malt base, dextrin malt, and just a touch of malted oats, and AZ-grown Sonoro wheat. Hopped aggressively with Amarillo and Simcoe early throughout and late into the boil and throughout the whirlpool, dry hopped with some... Piney Dank Simcoe, Floral Grapefruit Forward Amarillo, and just a touch of Orange Heavy Mandarina Bavaria. So I'm gonna, that's the original. This is the double dry hop version. Um, and I'm going to read the full story on this one, the full style and details on this one. We've been having a blast brewing more and more renovation for all you thirsty motherfuckers, I mean, uh, West Coast drinkers. So we decided it was time to play around with this base via extra dry hop and more singular hop focus. Mosaic DDH Renovation takes our core West Coast IPA recipe and swaps the hops to 100% of our private lot of Mosaic, plus a huge bump in the dry hop quantity. This super pale, unfiltered American IPA is loaded with complex hop aroma. Our Mosaic is bold and modern but shows its classic American roots a perfect vessel to showcase it. Big aroma of sticky tangerine, pine forest, and classic dank blueberry that only comes from premium mosaic. Crisp, bitter, resinous, and endlessly drinkable 
at 6.9% ABV. And I've already poured it. I've uh, had a few sips. It is pretty damn clear. Um, I would say it's a slight haze, but I, that's you're splitting hairs uh, at that point. But it's pretty, pretty clear. It is a West Coast style IPA. Very hoppy and danky, floral. There is in the after... I was about to say the afterbirth. I don't know why. The <laughs> uh, cue my Michael Scott, my inner Michael Scott. <laughs> it's got a very blueberry afterbirth. <laughs> so there is the blueberry in there. But I like this one. This is really good. I don't know if I had the original renovation, but I know I've had the double dry hop now because I've had a couple sips. Very good. Uh, early rating would be four, uh, four two two five, four and a half maybe. It's pretty good. Pretty damn good for a West Coast IPA. I like it. How's your beer? How's your? Well, um, you were going off on yeah. that. I was enjoying this one. This one, it's um, well, it's super light in color. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the lightest. I, I still think uh, for those of you that have been following us on on my quest to find the perfect uh, summer lager, yeah, that G wagon is was lighter. Mm. However, this is still pretty light in color. However, um, for such a light in color beer, it, it the maltiness is there. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it, it packs like a, a super roast bitterness. However, uh, it's one of those uh, double takes. You wouldn't think a beer this color alone would have that much uh, maltiness to it. Gotcha. Um, the happiness isn't there as per design. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what was it? 15 IBUs. That's that's really not going to register anything to uh, to take over the flavor profile. Right. Uh, so, and then. You know, the the light ABV, no big deal, because uh, th- this one's pretty nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. So we will rate these beers later during our untapped portion of portion of the show. Uh, but right now, it's time for the beer news. All right, first up on the beer news, I have uh, from Pabst Brewery. Pabst Blue Ribbon, right? Is that the name of the beer? Their flagship? I thought so, but I thought they were bought out and someone else was making them. Yeah, yeah, but but like the Pabst Blue Ribbon, that's the flagship beer. Then they have the Pabst Coffee and the Pabst Light. But uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, uh, their new party pack ensures you'll have a you'll have beer all summer. Oh, I saw that one. Freaking crazy! Did you really? I I saw it in a picture. I didn't physically see it. They just they will be <laughs> they'll be releasing a I don't know how to say this. Is it an or a a one thousand eight hundred forty four can pack of beer? Nice. The world's largest beer pack in history to ever hit the market, according to Vine Pair. So it's 1,844 beers in one fucking pack. That's like a pallet of beer, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, how many cases is that? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, well, uh, hold yeah. on. Well, give me the count again. 1,844. So you're going to divide, um, divide that by 24 or 12? Uh, 24. You, 24 it's is a, a case, right? Case. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, 76.8. So almost 79 cases of beer. <laughs> no, I'm a 77. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, uh, I, 
I just heard the eight and then the three, three, three. So I, I, I fucked that up. Wow. Almost 77 cases of beer. <laughs> you think you could have finished that all hey. summer? Mm, possibly. <laughs> but put it this way. For those yeah. of you that need help visualizing, it's 153.66666667 full pack. Okay. So, so let's say you have 1,844 cans of beer. And there are, uh, so there's 356 days in a year, right? So put yeah. this in your calculator, 356 and then divide it Wait, by four. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. That's over 300. Yeah. So, uh, it's 307.3333, uh, uh, okay. But, okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so do 356 divided by four. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. 1,844, right? Yeah. Divided by... Three, uh, 356. 356? Yeah. How okay. many cans a day do you have to, to drink to, to finish that? Uh, 5.1797528. <laughs> so you have to drink five packs, of, five cans a day per day, every day in the year to finish that, right? Yeah. That's crazy, man. I just wanted to say, but, but uh, to finish that during the summer, if you'd have to multiply that by four, right? So it'd be right. about, uh, like about 20 cans of <laughs> shit in here. You're getting fucked up every day, man. That's a that's a fucked up summer. Yeah. That's like a pretty much an 18 pack a day, right? Shit. If you if you didn't have if you didn't have that if you didn't have it all in one case. <laughs> right. Don't forget this this <laughs> this article goes on and don't forget last year they had a 1776 pack. And right. Yeah. I, I, I totally forgot about that until I read it right now. And a uh, patriotic red, white, and blue cans. And in 2019, I remember this. They had a limited edition 99 can beer packs. And those were huge. Those were like three by 33 or something like that, right? It was like super long. You needed two people to like on their shoulders carrying the beer out. Can't imagine what an 1800. Damn. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. That's too much, man. But, but. I mean, if you have a huge summer blowout, then that's perfect. A couple summer blowouts, really. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. You have beer to spare. You could do like a... <laughs> right. Remember, uh, remember the opening scene of Revenge of the Nerds? Um, remind me? Because I remember the movie, but the, what was the opening scene? The, the, the Alpha Beta Fat House Party? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! When they burned down the house, yeah, and they had but you the, could do stair diving. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, and then they put all the beer in the pool, uh, the mean the kiddie yeah. pool. <laughs> yeah, you could do, you could have your own stair diving. You could have a, like a uh, a uh, an NCAA sized uh, beer pong tournament. You know, you could do a lot of stuff. <laughs> NCAA sized. <laughs> it's all sanctioned and shit. <laughs> no, but I, what I'm saying is. Uh, what is it like? What is it now? 64, 68 teams or something like that? Whatever. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You could do uh, You could do a lot of stuff. You, you could Tables do. Tables and brackets and everything. You could do a uh, roof diving and fill up like a whole like uh, above ground pool. What do they call those above ground pools? There, there's a name for those. I forgot. Oh, the Doughboy? Yeah. Yeah. You can have like a Doughboy like full of fucking beer, full of past Blue Ribbon. Anyway. All right. So that's the Paps Party Pack this summer. Uh, over 1800 beers for you if, if you if you like past blue ribbon i can't remember the last time i had a pbr do you can you 
Can I remember what? The last time you had a PBR. Oh, no. Yeah, me neither. I I, I could tell you, though, I what, a few weeks ago, I had a bush light for the first time. I, I, I've already said that on the show, but um, yeah. I, I, re- I remember I had one. Oh, was it at Vegas or that that uh, dive bar butter up in the city where they, they give it to you in, in a in a in a, a paper bag as well when you order it? Oh, okay, all right. So it's like kind of like uh, back in the day when you get a forty from the liquor store and you drink it on the street. Right. Yeah, you brown bag it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next next story on my list comes from GreenMatters.com. All right, this was written by the great Lizzie Rosenberg, and she wrote the headline, This beer is made from recycled sewage in the name of education. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, New water perfectly suits brewing because it tastes neutral. Mitch Gribov, the head brewer of Brewerks. So it's B-R-E-W-E-R-K-Z, Brewerks, uh, told Bloomberg News. The mineral profile of water plays a key role in chemical reactions during brewing. And it seems as though the beer has gained a decent following. All things considered, 58-year-old Chu Wei-Lan or Lian, Chu Wei-Lian purchased the beer at a local Singaporean supermarket after hearing about it and was pleasantly surprised. I seriously couldn't tell this was made of toilet water, uh, Lian told Bloomberg News following her decision to buy the unusual brew. I don't mind having it if it was in the fridge. I mean, it tastes just like a beer, and I like beer. Hey, I like beer too, man. You like beer? I love beer. All right, so I'm going to their the Brewerks. I said they're in Singapore, so it's Brewerks SG on Instagram. Going to their post about it that came out um, a few days ago. So let me see here. Uh, can designs are inspired by Singapore iconic water landmarks such as McRitchie Reservoir. Uh, completed in the late 1860s, McRitchie Reservoir is the oldest reservoir in Singapore. In the 1970s, Singapore began exploring the feasibility of reclaiming used water. With advancements in technology, new water was launched 30 years later. So this beer is 95% new water, ultra clean and high grade recycled water. Perfectly wholesome and safe for drinking and making great tasting beer. 5% is malt, hops, and yeast. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about uh, new this new beer, the, the reclaimed water beer? Yeah. I, you know, I kind of get it because, I mean, uh, you know, in, in uh, old times or ancient times, uh, brewing beer gave a... Uh, people's uh, clean water you know and, what I mean? yeah and if, if we've talked about on the show like during the early colonial times especially in america right right so it, it cleaned the water sources therefore mm-hmm. i get it you know what, what this reclaimed water going in is not reclaimed water going out into the beer you know so yeah the, the brewing process you know it'll for sterilize it. take care of yeah take care takes care of it so mm-hmm. I mean, and, and hey, if it works, if it works for you, if it, it's a good business plan and it makes you money, go ahead, do it. At least put it on the can and make it, uh, you know, be transparent about it. 
I mean, I think that that's the only thing I ask of these breweries. And this isn't in Singapore. This might be coming to the U.S. Who knows when? But it could be a possibility, especially with the uh, in the Southwest, in California, um, in Arizona, especially. There's we have been in a drought in the last three or four years, so um, maybe this might be something that is comes up soon. And with climate change, uh, this drought might might be lasting a while. So we'll see. Hopefully right. not. Knock on wood. You know, we, we come out of it soon. You know, weather is always cyclical, but I mean, the way the way the the client uh, or the uh, climate scientists are concerned, it man, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I'm I'm an optimist though, and I'm hoping for the best. No, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the, as a as a fan of beer, I hope uh, there is enough. Uh, you know ingredients to go around yeah and not just water but also uh the rain for the barley and the the wheat and the the hops all right uh let me see here moving right along to the next story um we didn't talk about it last week even though we could have but uh modern times just got approved for a buyout by brewery x Did you hear about that? Right. No, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, so the Brewery X is, is looking to buy out the uh, the bankrupt. I think Modern Times filed for bankruptcy or like, uh, I forgot what they did here. I'm going to read the story. A judge in Orange County Superior Court has approved the sale of San, San Diego-based Modern Times drinks to BXMTBAMF. Oh, badass motherfucker, huh? Uh, LLC. A limited liability company connected with Anaheim, Anaheim, California-based brewery, Brewery X, for $20 million. Judge John Gastelum signed and filed an order approving this auction sale of Modern Times on Friday, June 24th. Brewery X must send the full $20 million in cash to Modern Times receiver Thomas Hebrink within seven days and the sale closing no later than July 7th. 14 days later, 14 days after, Judge Gastelum's sale approval per asset purchase agreement. The sale of closing will be deemed efficient, effective as of 5 p.m. Pacific time on the day prior to the closing date. So that I guess that means July 6th. As long as the 20 million gets to Modern Times by July 6th, then Brewery X will own Modern Times. That's what I'm getting from this. He brand named Brewery X's bid as the highest and best bid in the auction on June 17th, which came under fire from another bidder. The decision was disputed by MTD Asset Acquisition, a group referred to in the auction as the Wilmington, North Carolina-based brewery True Colors, which submitted a bid of $20.1 million within a 120-day maximum closing period and a request for Hebrank to file Chapter 11 bankruptcy. MTD filed an objection order on June 20th claiming Hebrank attempted, quote, a change of rules in middle of the auction by, uh, unquote, by giving priority to Brewery X's bid despite it being $100,000 less than MTD's bid. The brewery also submitted a new offer of $21 million a day, uh, with a 30-day closing window and no bankruptcy filing. Details of the, consisted, of the contested auction events were replayed in partial auction transcripts including 
in additional declarations filed in support of MTD's objection last week. Uh, quote, all objections to the auction sale and the sale process, if any, have been considered by the court and are overruled, unquote, according to the sale approval order issued Friday. So this seems kind of fucked up. I mean, True Colors, I, we talked about True Colors before. I think they were the, the brewery that was, uh, they're back in New, uh, North Carolina, and I think they were like, they were pro-diversity and trying to help people as far as like, you know, um, those trying to restart their life after incarceration, if I'm not mistaken. So for them to have enough money to try to buy out modern times and even more money, it seems like. And then Brewery X, who is in the same vicinity, I think they're they're from Anaheim, I believe, um, in the L.A. area. So I get that. And they've been, uh, during the Brienne Allen, uh, the Rat Magnet, uh, Rat Magnet Revelations, uh, they were one of the breweries that were named. So they are, they are a malign brewery already. And True Color seems like they're on the up and up. So I don't get why the judge would rule in favor of Brewery X over, over, um, over True Colors. But I mean, I, I don't know too much of the particulars in the, in the, in the courtroom case. Right. So, what do you think? What do you think about the uh, Modern Times buyout by uh, Brewery X? You know, at at the same time, it could be it, I, <laughs> not that I know much about business and buyouts, but kind of mm-hmm. like how, um, how how Musk and Twitter were were kind of put in a a lot in the news. Yeah. How like it, it seemed like Musk kind of boxed and wanted to know like this information kind of exposed Twitter you know with that. well how many of these accounts are real accounts versus boxed you know what I mean right so basically they had a deal on the table and started it so if these people have a deal on the table and then don't deliver the money in time so what's the brewery really valued at you know what I mean oh yeah I get you if they try to, if they try to sell Modern Times again or if Modern Times is looking for a new buyer that second buyer is going to be like, well, wait a minute. You guys didn't even get this month. Why am I going to pay you that much? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and let's, let's look at, let's get modern times. I mean, and, and I go back to the whole fucking balance point thing. It was totally overvalued at 1 billion. And then you get stone who gets, uh, acquired for 160 million. And now modern times, which I would argue in the, on the West coast is almost as popular as stone. Definitely bigger than ballast point. And they're only getting offered like twenty million. What the fuck is that? Right. Uh, it, it just it seems like the you know yeah something yeah something that big is kind of fishy. I could see like if it was a little bit off, it could be the whole how much you know how much debt do they have? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's true. And and they they were overextended. We we talked about that before. Modern right. times anyway. As far as the you right. know, expansion and and. Uh, multiple tap rooms across the state. So yeah, there there was yeah, uh, along with the assets, they do probably did have more liabilities than than we could see because we we are not privy because they were a private um, enterprise, so we are not privy to their 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 books. But when you do like right. a buyout and stuff, you know, anyone who wants to buy you out, I guess they you would have to turn over your your assets, liabilities, and credit, and all that stuff. 
Right. Anyway, as uh, Brewbound previously reported, reported, Modern Times paid pays $140,836 in rent each month across nine properties and owes a total of $222,938 in back rent across the leases. Holy shit. That's almost like a... It's a, a Almost like one and a half months uh, back rent. Uh, those properties are listed as assumed liabilities in the APA. The schedule for those payments uh, may be updated and modified at Brewery X's sole discretion at any time prior to closing according to the APA. So anyway, so it looks like Brewery X is taking over modern times. If you guys are on Instagram and follow local craft beer memes, uh, <laughs> that guy had a a lot to uh, meme about uh, in the last couple days because he's uh, he's pretty um, heavy-handed or, or you know ruthless when it comes to the Southern California beer scene. <laughs> he loves to. He's been quiet a little bit, but you know he's uh, because of this whole modern time thing. Uh, he he's uh, resurrected his IG account. Sounds like it. Yep. Anyway, I, I do, I do, I do appreciate that guy's memes because they, they make me laugh. Him and Hayes Boys and um, Savage Beer memes, um, they uh, they make me laugh. Yeah, they kill it. Yep, and regularly, like I wish, I wish I can think. Every once in a while, I come up with a funny one, but um, most of the time, uh, I, I I bow down to them. All right, uh, you know what time it is. I think I do. Time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we as proceed, we proceed to give you what you need. Well, let me ask you this: hmm. What great American holiday is upon us? Ooh. Well, we are recording this on July the third. I mean the third. So that would be July fourth. Independence Day here in the good old U.S. of A. Right. And uh, looking for a themed list for Independence Day, July 4th. Yeah. I came across the funniest or worst jokes for 4th of July. (laughs) The the tasteless. Remember those books, Tasteless Jokes? Yeah. No, these are these are. These would be in the category of bad jokes. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. This is bad, bad puns and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> you know, um, your 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 eldest is a little bit too young for jokes, but I think the reason dad jokes come around is because when when your kids are young, they work, but when they get older, it's work. just like oh. But you still tell them. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I still tell my daughter dad jokes, and she rolls her eyes. <laughs> it's good stuff though that's where they come about alright so these are the best or slash worst jokes for Independence Day right correct okay let's go right, number 10 where was the declaration of independence signed? I don't know where was the indi- uh, on the, the bottom de- <laughs> oh shit <laughs> you didn't let me repeat the fucking premise uh, okay. <laughs> It's good. So though, on the bottom, yes. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm going to ask my daughter that tomorrow. Okay. What do ducks love about the 4th of July? I don't know. What do ducks love about the 4th of July? Firequackers. <laughs> Jesus. 
All right, are you done? Can we go? Can we move on? Yeah. People, people have stopped listening. I love it. They're hitting that thirty-second forward button. That's what they're doing. Yeah. All right, that was number nine. What's number eight? Which colonist told the most jokes? Oh shit! I don't know which colonist told the most jokes. The Pennsylvania, of course. <laughs> You know what, dude? I'm going to hit 30 seconds forward on this one. All right. Thank you for that. What a great segment. How's your beard treating you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next? I'll get zip through. Why does the Statue of Liberty stand in the New York Harbor? I don't know why. Because she can't sit down. All right. All right. It it wasn't as good as the other. I I would put that 10th. I like this one. Why are there no knock-knock jokes on the 4th of July? <laughs> Why? Because freedom rings. Oh, Hi-oh. shit. Yes, that should be number one. Fuck yeah, Merck. All right, I know. Why did the colonists wear... What or What did the colonists wear to... Or, yeah, what did the colonists wear to the Boston... Yeah, the colonists wear to the Boston Tea Party. I don't know. What, what, what did they wear? T-shirts. Nah, fuck. Am I going to have to put the, the comic ring shot after all these? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did the, what kind of tea did the American colonists want? I don't know what. Liberty. Oh, shit. I should have saw that one after right. the last one. All right, here we go. Uh I don't get this one. Oh, just say it. Um, what was the Patriots' favorite food in the Revolutionary War? I don't know what. Chick- chicken catch a Tory. What? Okay. Chicken catch a Tory? Yeah, no, I get it. I just don't. I, I mean, I heard you, but I just don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. It's over my head. I guess we have to be Italian. <laughs> oh, is is it Tory like a, a a reference to the political party in the in in the UK in in Britain? I I guess I don't know. Oh, okay, all right. What did the flag say to the other flag? Oh, um, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. No. Oh <laughs> shit! My flag, boy. Your flag, boy. What? Hey man. Hey. <laughs> I go, I go, I yeah. Okay, what did one? What did the flag say to the other flag? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> okay, that was good. I like that one. That was funny. All right, and here we go. Number one. Yes. Where did our first president, George Washington, keep his mice? Keep his what? Mice. His mice? I don't know. Where did our first president, George Washington, keep his mice? Mount Vermin. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I ain't for Mount Vernon, but it brother money yearning. Right? Yeah. Oh shit! All right, that was good, man. That was good. I like those. I like those jokes. I mean, I liked them, but huh. I hated them at the same time. Right. They're awful. <laughs> They're so, awful. So bad. <laughs> oh man! All right. Now we're now we're getting to it. How's your beard treating you? Good. 
good, man. I'm crushing this one. Loving it. Yeah. Nice beer. Cool. All right. We're going to rate our beers on Untapped. Uh, so go to Untapped and search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. So you had. What'd you have again? Tremor California Light oh, Lager. That's right. Here we go. There it is. Tremor California Light Lager from. Oh, uh, hey, you said seismic, but they're out of uh, Sebastopol. Sebastopol? Sebastopol. California. I know what you're talking about, but no, I thought they were out of Santa Rosa. I thought so too, but here on on in, uh, Untapped, they say Sebastopol. But Wait it's right there. Eh, it's just like, you know, uh, San Jose, Santa Clara, Cupertino. They're all fucking right next to each other. Anyway, so uh, uh, what would you like to rate this beer at? Oh, I gotta give it a four, dude. Seriously, nice. This, this is the real deal right here. We have four, uh, two friends who've rated it an average of four. Everyone else uh, rate average three point five seven. Our two friends, Philip Quintana, gave it a four, and Perla Arellano gave it a, a four point zero as well. So check in. You gave it a four. What? What are your notes on this one? Excuse me, I burped. Oh, uh, multi. Yeah, multisanti. Chris. Uh, what? Chris. Well, you said multi, so for some reason <laughs> I was thinking multisanti. Oh. And these, I don't want to say like what I always been saying. Multi, Chris, and light. There we go. Oh, okay. There you go. And save. And check in. Let's see what kind of badges we get this week. Cheers to you and Wheels of Style. No, no Independence Day. No Independence Day whatsoever. All right, so uh, I had the DDH renovation by Renhouse. I like this one a lot. Um, I'm going to give it a 425. Uh, none of our friends have checked in. Uh, it has an overall rating of 4.06. Um, so 425 is going to give it the cold brew bump. I'm going to say it is, um, let me see. What do I think? It is, it's definitely got a little sweetness to it. So I'm going to put sweetness and, uh, juicy. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Save and check in. All right. Um, so not not much really happened this week as far as like, uh, I mean, we, we talked about Kenobi. That's done. Have you uh, have you watched any of the Stranger Things? Cause that that just came out this weekend. And oh no, you you know what? I just remembered. You said you don't watch Stranger Things, right? Right. But it did push that Kate Bush song uh, "Running Uphill" to number one, and I heard this week. Uh, Master of Puppets is on it and it pushed that to number one as far as like streaming songs. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that I heard, heard someone talking about that. And yeah, I I totally missed the Stranger Things Stranger Things um, from, from the from the get down, you know, and uh, yeah. I was meant to go back and watch it uh, so I could get in on what everyone was talking about but I never did. Never found time to. And then here we are like four seasons later and I'm still Oh, man, I, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I watched the, I watched. Yeah, the, I mean, I hear, I hear way, way more good things than bad. It just, I never got into it, you know, for whatever reason. 
Yeah, I remember like uh, when it first came out, and I watched it, watched the whole first season. I thought it was good. I got a lot of uh, ET vibes, like a lot of Steven Spielberg slash um, Stephen King vibes. Like if, if they, yeah, well, I heard too, the uh, the whole retroness really, uh, really uh, was our nostalgia was really uh, what a lot of people like loved about it. Yeah, but it didn't like hit you over the head, like say like that. Uh, that one Fear Street, the, those three movies that came out from Fear Street, they kind of shoved it down your throat. Um, the, the the as far as the Stranger Things, they did really go heavy on that, but it wasn't like uh, overhanded it, it, in my in my estimation anyway. It's done really like good, it. but by this time, I mean like some of those uh, uh, some of the actors, like they didn't grow up as cute as they were like four years ago. I, I got to admit, <laughs> and but uh, two of them. Two of them are really good actors, though. So there's Finn Wolford. He's in the uh, the new Wait, Ghostbusters, yeah. Real quick, not to pick on kids, but yeah, I remember like the kid from Two and a Half Men. He he was a cute little boy, and he, he grew up to be like a little goon, yeah, you know. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's another a big loafing goon, really. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Macaulay Culkin was a, a, a weird uh, weird when he grew up, right? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, these, these kids, boy, it's not just the fact they, they, they start off cute and they grow up, uh, and they're just like plain or weird looking. Um, as far as their acting goes, they just didn't get much better. Uh, Finn Wolford is good. I like him. He's like the main guy and, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. She's really good too. So th- th- those are the main two characters. So at least they're really good. The, the other ones, the other of the younger kids, they grew up They're They're, they're good. They're not great though, man. They're not great actors. Um, some of the older um, teenagers that that uh, that that uh, progressed. I mean, they were already older, so they were already better actors. You know what I mean? Not but, uh, but just the fact that that a show like that can actually propel like uh, songs from the 1980s to like number one streaming service it's just it's it's pretty amazing. That's a lot of power. It is. It really is, and and someone like like my daughter, um, she likes '80s songs, but like the two songs they well the, the song that the that surprised me was the Kate Bush song, the Running Uphill, because I I I listened to it like after they said, oh this is number one song, number one streaming song, I'm like, oh okay, let me, I don't ever remember hearing it on the radio in the '80s, and you and I kind of were were around in the '80s, right? More or less, yeah. But the Metallica one, of course. Yeah, Master of Puppets, fucking awesome song. And uh, my, my <laughs> it's funny because my daughter just uh, figured out what headbanging was. So the other day, she, or yesterday, yesterday in fact, um, she started headbanging. But we were in the pool when like a song came on and she started headbanging and her hair was wet. And I, you have to wait till your hair is like dry and then it'll, it'll like, it'll like shake or, you know, uh, a going rhythm with uh, your head banging. Yeah. So uh, she did. Better. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Is my hair dry enough yet?" It was like an like, hour or two after we out of the pool. I'm like, "Yeah." So I put it on uh, Metallica, but it was I put it on one because it was the first Metallica song that came on. So she was head banging to to one. <laughs> it's pretty good though. Yeah, she's got some head banging skills. Let's put it that way. She's got some head banging skills. What are you going to do for the 4th, man? I mean, uh, this is the 3rd, so what are you doing tomorrow for the 4th of July? Uh, nothing. Just hanging out with the fam. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, in California, you guys uh, don't have really a lot of access to fireworks, right? 
Right, not the not the well. The, the safe and sane is still uh, available in some areas. Yeah. My county, no. Okay. My county, no. And even now, um, there's a uh, like Alameda County is divided up. This it's by city now too. So uh, oh, okay. it, it's you know a little bit up north from us. So uh, the I guess the bummer too is uh, we uh, what do I want to say? The we city used to, of, yeah, the city of California, yeah. Santa Clara used to have their own fireworks. Right, well, they are, however, they're doing them back at the uh, the amusement park at Great America Vision. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you that in a minute. But so, yeah, there, there's none, but there's none downtown. Well, I wouldn't call it downtown, but Central Park. That was where they used to, where, yeah. you know, everyone used to. That's the biggest park in Santa Clara, you know, it's a city park. And they used to have, like, in the, during the day, they would have, like, like um, the school concerts and choirs and bands and stuff yeah, and taco trucks and whatever. Still, they're still doing that. The, the oh, city. Okay. What is it? The, the city uh, barbecue? I forgot picnic or whatever. Yes. Like that. Oh yes, the Fourth of July picnic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're still doing that. Just there's no fireworks show. Oh okay. All right. Is it? Uh, in but they are having it at Great America. And then I was talking to our parents, and they said uh, in Cupertino at De Anza College, they still have theirs, right? Right. But your daughters are a little bit too young, so they it's not like they're missing out on anything yet. Right. Mm. Right on. I was going to talk to you about uh, Great America, man. So they just announced the Cedar Fair, who owned Great America, sold their um, sold it to like a property development company. Is that right? Right. The the last uh, the, the thing they know for was they, they bought up like a, a big mall area in the Bay Area. So. All right. So yeah, it's, I, I didn't know. Yeah. It's still going to be like eleven years away. However, it just makes you think: What are they going to do? Are they just going to let it go and and well as small as, as great america is on the amusement park scale you know they did try to do new attractions every year so are they going to cut back on attractions because right why invest if it's not going to be here but yeah exactly um, yeah but yeah they at least have stuff to keep the rides uh uh maintain the rides so they are safe but uh for those of you out there who don't know in the Bay Area, Great America is the is the South Bay amusement park. They have roller coasters, you know, like actual real roller coasters. And it, Beverly Hills Cop 3 it was uh, filmed at Great America. So go watch Beverly Hills Cop 3 and you will get a kind of a sense of Great America, right? Right. But not the scope. I mean, you and I and <laughs> you and I used to have season passes. Remember the like we were like. 11 and 12 right for two years we had season pass and we go like almost like three or four times a week right we get that hop on the 57 uh bus and go down there and we'd have no money but we'd still fucking go and just go on all the rides right oh yeah like i'm, I'm so desensitized to that place because we want so much <laughs> you know and the other day i don't i don't think i told you but the other day I had to go on a road call down to Buckeye, which is down south for me, down the 303 and just keep going south and just a bunch of farmlands out there. And they have like uh, channels or, or uh, channels and little runoffs and stuff like that. And I was floating by and they had this little runoff or this little channel for the irrigation system. And it looked like a, a little small creek and it was like, it was like leveled. It was like it went down in tears. And, it, and for some reason I thought of when me and you and our friend Scott used to go to great america where they had remember they had that little fucking little area where they had the, the we had the little inflatable sailboats 
and they had the little fucking river that we uh, we used to race them down the river. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we had our own rules. Like you, you had to wait till like if you got caught like behind like a barrier or something, you had to wait till the other two before you could free yours because you, there was no cheating and all that stuff. Remember all the rules we came up with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and and it fucking it transported me back to that dude, and I was like driving down in our MRU, the mobile repair unit, and I was thinking of that, and for some reason, dude, I was like, I would start smiling and laughing, and then I got fucking sad, dude. Like I really like almost started crying, dude. Like like it just like the nostalgia hit me, and it wasn't the fact that Great America is almost done. It was just the fact that. Those were fucking beautiful times, you know? Oh, yeah. And, like, I guess because yeah. I'm getting older, maybe I'm just getting more, like, uh, nostalgic to the, to the, the, the romantic, the, the romantic side of, of, of the stuff we used to do. Not like romance, like, you know, we used to make out and shit like that, but the romance as far right. as, like, uh, the beautifulness. Yeah, it's, like a, it. it's, like a, it's like a perfect story or a perfect childhood memory yeah. that you still remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I used to laugh. Oh no, I started laughing at <laughs> the fact that we used to fight about all the rules. <laughs> we start arguing. Yeah, we start arguing. No, you, you, you. I wasn't past you yet. You can't free yourself. <laughs> all that shit. It was so great, man. It was, it was fucking fun times, man. Um, I will miss that, but you know, I haven't been to Great America in like. 10 years and I probably won't go in the next 10 11 years that they're they're gonna um, uh, take the park out so like how you how are you guys uh, feeling about it like in the Bay Area though like what's the what's the scuttle but oh first of all I just found out like two days ago oh really okay <laughs> and uh, I I didn't I haven't talked to enough people about it you know what I mean? mm. how do you feel though man are you are you sad or is it like is it time to go because they haven't really they haven't really innovated in a while no, they have on the inside. That's okay. the thing, uh, you know, because there's like a, a water park uh, uh, aspect to it now. Oh, yeah, However, the Boomerang like, uh, Bay or whatever. Wave. Yeah, it's like a wave pool, and uh, it's mostly like uh, sprinklers to run through, you know, or different uh, types of... Uh, uh, a couple of slides, but nothing crazy. Right, right. There's no like, well, the the wave pool, yeah, but there's no like true like swimming pool. Like, it's not like it's not like raging waters. It's more like the grower garden stuff, you know. Okay, yeah. Splash zones. It's and like shit. waterfalls. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. Are you gonna try to take your yeah, daughters bef- is- before they're before it's gone, or no? Or you just don't want them to? Yeah, we, to we probably will, cause you know, okay. I mean, we got eleven years to do it. True. So. They'll be old enough to, to enjoy it. Or I mean, start asking you about it, it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, the thing is, like, I was talking with my wife, is like, well, what, what's the option of that land? Because if you put houses there, it's going to suck for the for the uh, people who live there during events. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, big time. I, I mean, I used to live next to Gila River Arena and... Uh, State Farm Stadium, where the Cardinals, uh, the Arizona Cardinals play, and it fucking sucked, man. Every every football game, the the hockey games weren't too bad because there was like what, like maybe fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand. But when it comes to the Cardinals games, sixty thousand people. Fuck, I never used to want to leave my apartment. I so I, I couldn't imagine living there. But 
if it's a business thing, there's so many business parks in the in the South Bay area. Like, why would they develop that into another business park, right? Right, or a business park, or even just a, a, a an office building. I mean, there's so many like office buildings that are vacant right now. Yeah, why do they need to build a brand new. You know, and, and right there too in uh, in that area. Yeah, right, and then then too like. But they do like a small entertainment area, like, i.e., what's in front of the Gila River. Yeah. How are you going to get to it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. But I thought they were going to do that across the street where the old uh, Santa Clara golf course used to be. Exactly. So it's kind of like everyone kind of heads back. Like, what's what's the plan? Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand what the plan is either. So, I mean, we have 10 years. They have 10 years to figure it out. Right. But maybe maybe they might keep it. Maybe they they value the land. I don't. Know. Who knows, man? Who knows? Right. Oh yeah. That's what I told my wife. I go. Hey, what if they realize that? You know, what if someone realized? Hey, wait a minute. Like, number one, I never thought to uh, to inquire about it uh, with eleven years still on the lease. Why don't you know? What if they they offer them a deal like in three years and you know just kind of. The, the people who bought it just kind of flip it anyway for for a yeah. substantial profit. Yep. And and then the new developers are like another uh, amusement company that's willing to invest or you know keep it going. Right. Yeah. It it's a happening. <laughs> right. Oh man. Well, that's uh, that kind of sucks because, like I said, it it brings back old memories and and is nostalgia, but. You know, at the same time, I'm not really, it doesn't affect me too much because I'm out here in Arizona and it kind of sucks, but I'm also in, on the camp of, hey, you know, progression or, or uh, you know, progress and, and innovation and let's move forward. Let's just, if, if it's not doing anything, let's just move forward. So, so anyway, and whatever, the, whatever they, they put there, maybe it's uh, not going to be so bad. Maybe they'll put some parks, you know, for the the, the local uh, um, residencies. Maybe they'll put some parks in there too. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, because there's those soccer fields right on the other side of Levi. Yeah, but they were they were supposed to be more. Uh, the the Levi uh, said they were going to put more, and they only put a couple. Remember, they they tore a, a right. bunch of them up, and they they fucked over the city of Santa Clara. They really did. I mean, I'm happy that yeah. the stadium is there, but they they kind of promised stuff that did they, they didn't deliver. <laughs> All right, one more thing I have to bring up before we go. Before, well, one more thing I'm, before I ask you if you have anything to bring up, but uh, I do have to mention um, something that was brought to my attention this uh, this weekend, in fact, on Instagram or on Facebook, I should say. It was from. Um, the local brewery out here called State 48 and they had a new beer hold on I'm, I'm bringing it up right now they had a new beer that um, I was taken aback you know I I, th- I thought I was pretty progressive and pretty uh, um, I get humor I have a sense of humor I, I don't sh- try to take offense to anything but th- this one kind of this one upset me a little bit um, it was by State 48, and they have a new brown porter that is called Porter Patrol. 
I uh, it was posted on a Facebook page by Nick Rana, who is uh, a member of the family who owns State 48 on the AZ Locals Only beer page, and he said, "Thought the group would like this." Not sure why he thought the group would like this, uh, unless the group is really partial to porters. But I don't know why State 48 would have to call uh, a porter a uh, brown porter. Is that, I mean, why would you call a porter? Uh, porter is already brown. It's like, oh, here's this black stout. Here's this uh, golden uh, IPA. I, I live in a purple state. And I know there are different factions out here. And I just want to know what uh, State 48 uh, meant. Or wh- wh- where are they coming from when it comes to this beer? Um... When it comes to the actual brewery, they started out here in Surprise, where I lived. I visited State 48 more times when I lived in Glendale before I moved out here. As soon as I moved out here in 2020, I have not been to that place once. Um, Two reasons. Number one, I've had poor service there. Yeah. Uh, COVID. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. Um, Okay, three reasons. Uh, One, I've had poor service there. Really bad. Really bad service. Like... I went there with a group of like 10 or 12 people and we got there. We got our order taken and our serv- our server just left. She just left. Like in like it's like 20, 30 minutes later, we had to go up to the hostess like, is our server here? Like we haven't got anything. And then they had to get a new server there, uh, new ser- bring us a new server. And uh, we finally got our order. We got our beers. We got our, our, our food. Um, they did not offer to comp anything. They didn't offer to, you know, t- take a percentage off. Um, we didn't ask for it, so we didn't make a big deal. We just paid what we got and we left. But it still left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, speaking of sour taste, uh, the food was bad. <laughs> I mean, not like like horrible, like kitchen nightmares horrible. It just was not good. Like there's nothing like I've and I've been to a couple of the locations. And the food just has not been good, and the beer is adequate. It, it's 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 better than Bud Light. It's better than Coors Light. Don't get me wrong. It's better than Macro. At least it's got flavor to it. But nobody I know in Arizona is clamoring for the next State 48 beer. They're not waiting in line. They're not like posting. None of the beer nerds are posting on uh you know on the beer pages. Oh my God, have you tried State 48's new beer? None of them are do fucking doing that. It's all about, you know, Ren House and Goldwater and the shop. You know, if, if those are the, the, the beer breweries that are making waves in Arizona. State 48. And they got four locations, dude. Nobody understands or nobody knows how. State, 40 ha- State 48 has four, maybe even five now. Five locations. Nobody gets it. The food's not good. The beer is just okay. But nobody understands how they can afford to keep these places open even during covid like i've heard conspiracy i do not want to repeat the conspiracies that i've heard about state 48 on this show because i cannot prove it but it makes sense i'll, I'll tell you afterwards i'll tell you uh when when, when we're done recording but um I, but i've held that in I've, I've not talked about that on the show because uh until now um they have not done anything uh towards me uh, but now I, I, I take offense at this Porter Patrol um, that they have at their downtown 
uh, Phoenix location. Um, I looked it up. I, I, I And I went downtown Phoenix because I went to Greenwood Brewing today. Then I went to Bonehouse. Then I went to Richter. I wasn't going to go to Richter, but on the way back, I'm going yeah, to stop at Richter because it's kind of on the way back from... Um, uh, I went to Greenwood because uh, um, one of my friends that is a uh, competitor um, um, and fellow employee, her last name is Greenwood, so... I told her I'd, I'd buy some a uh, couple t-shirts for her family so when I go out next time to Harrison and I see her, I can give the, her the t-shirt. So I went there and then I went over to Bone House because uh, Rachel, um, friend of the show, she was working um, during uh, um, today so she couldn't meet up at Greenwood. So I'm like, ah, I'll go out there because I had some beer I bought for her. Um, so I took it out to her and then I didn't plan on going to Richter, but on the on the way home, when I when I entered the coordinates on my GPS, it was going to take me by Richter. I'm like, eh, I'll stop by because I haven't been in a, by in a while. And, dude, I was happy I stopped by. So, um, I don't know if you knew this, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, Brandon, he's he's the owner, right? And his family works there. He's got his son, Derek, up front and Cade's in the back in the, in the, uh, the kitchen. And he came out with this pizza that he made. It was a jalapeno popper pizza it was like a ranch base with the uh, uh it had cream cheese on it and jalapenos and bacon bits dude this fucking thing was amazing dude <laughs> oh my god it was fucking great he came out with it and he's like hey derek check this out it's a jalapeno popper pizza and then and then since i was there uh, they just gave me a couple i didn't order it but they they let me uh they they let me have a couple slices man it was great oh my god dude holy oh. shit it was a good pizza, man. Fresh, fresh jalapenos and and uh, cream cheese and bacon bits on top. It was it was amazing, dude. It was fucking great. Anyway, so yeah. that's that's dope. That's a good workout right there. Yeah, and like I had I, I had no... beer sometimes. Give me give me a good pizza. I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> exactly. Like I like hey, all of our listeners out there, hey, check it out, man. If you're in Arizona, go to. Uh, Richter Ale Works and asked for the jalapeno popper pizza. Like they did not ask me to talk about this. He just came out and he's like, "Hey, look at this, uh, this um, pizza." I, 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 basically, he just thought it up. I don't know if he ever, if he's ever had it before. He just thought of it himself. And I was talking with Derek, and he's like, "No," nah. it's like he goes, uh, "When he's here, he does full like carte blanche back there at the, in the pizza machine, and he comes up with some some uh, crazy." Um, recipes and I gotta say, man, this is this is one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It was so good, man. They're not paying me. They're not, they didn't ask me to, to talk about it. I'm just saying this is fucking great. At, at the at the risk of sounding like a gluttonous slab, <laughs> was, <laughs> right. was it was it a, a a ready-made popper or did he make the poppers himself? And put them on. No, there was no poppers on it. Uh, it was kind of like oh. de- deconstructed. Oh, okay, so it's like popper ingredient. Okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah. So I he, like yeah. You, you just bought a bunch of frozen poppers, set them in half. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it was a ranch base, and it wasn't a tomato base. It was a ranch base with cheese, and then he topped it with freshly sliced jalapenos, um, bacon bits. I don't know if those are fresh or if they were just you know from the 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 little shaker jars you know you could buy. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't ask him. And then uh, fresh uh, cream cheese and uh, uh, Gouda cheese too. He put some Gouda on there too. So it was good, man. So there was like little globs of of, of cream cheese all over. There. It wasn't like spread out. It was just like globs. So you didn't get it with every bite. You had to really like, you had to get to it um, after a bite or two. 
It was really good, man. It was it was fucking excellent, yeah. Anyway, all right, man. Anything else you'd like to bring up on this episode? Um, well, no. I just uh, to weigh in on on your story with the uh, oh, State Forty Eight. Yeah, State Forty Eight. It it just it, it's <laughs> to be nice about it. it it's tacky as fuck. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's if we, you know it's 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 corny. It's hacky. I mean, why? But why port of patrol in a state that uh, you know if. <clears throat> It's hard to justify that. Now, like, if you were, if you had a, a hoppy beer and you called it hoppy patrol, like, you know, that's, the, that's good. The, the hop, the hop heads that, that are out for the, the hoppy beers. Oh, yeah. you know, like this beer is kind of calling them. You know, like kind of like, you know, I don't know about malt patrol, but you know what I mean. It's just like that, that, that. Even malt patrol is that. Uh, what's that? Not Malt Patrol is not, not a bad name. That's a pretty good name. Okay. So, just, yeah, the whole fact. Or, you know, I, I get it, too. That there could be a, a, a faction of Porter fans where you could call it Porter Patrol. But that in a state that is... Uh, a border state? has Yeah, border state. You know, if they were, like, in Colorado and they had a Porter Patrol, I, as far as I know, there's no border issues in Colorado. Right. You know, unless, you know... Uh, <laughs> Unless you're bordering on the Utah Spanish. and Wyoming. <laughs> Unless the Spanish come back and want everything back. Like, oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Stop making jokes. Stop making me laugh, bro. Right. No, um, so, yeah, just, it, it, it's, it's, it's tacky. When, when you're, when, yeah, when, when one person could legitimately be offended, and, and even then, I mean, I don't want to sound all. Legitimately, no. If, if one person's offended, then several people are offended. So, right. well, why do it? And it was you know? it was brought up to me by um, uh, a, you have a to, brewer. You have to bring more people into this. It was just let them, uh, you know, let them fall on their face for this one. You know, what I mean? it's right. going to happen. It was, but it was brought to me by uh, um, someone in the in the Arizona beer community. I said brewer, and that's all I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, by the beer community that does not want to be um, ostracized because, and dude, I have no, I, I can give two shits if the Arizona beer community likes me or not. So I do not mind bringing this up. But um, when it when it comes to something like this, um, it, in you and I, um, we've 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 been through this. We we've been through the fucking racism. You and I, uh, growing up as you know, third generation Mexican Americans. I've seen it. We've seen it all. Uh, and like I said last week about like the, the whole Roe v. Wade and everything. Um, if you stay silent, you, you are not you. You are basically uh, letting this. You're, you're basically on, on the other side if you remain silent. And I cannot remain silent on this. And I have to at least bring up the questions like what was your motivation? Why did you uh, uh, name it this is is this a bad joke or is it just a miscalculated um, joke basically maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too uh, specific but um, I just want to know what is the motivation behind this name so that's why I, no, I uh, yeah go ahead I get it I, I if if we get any type of response it's it's still not going to be good enough. You know, they yeah. kind of uh, they, they 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 did it to themselves. You yeah. know, and and I I don't get it. It's like uh, you know, 
white, black, brown, whatever. I mean, you're a business. You should be about green. You know what I mean? So why mm-hmm. are you, why are you uh, doing stuff that could limit income? Right. Yeah. Limit yeah. sales. Limit appeal. Limit limit your market. Why? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. It's stupid, man. It's stupid. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Comatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Thank you, Up the south block, but they cover California population is none in a desert and sun with a gun cracker running things under his thumb, staring hard at the postcard. Isn't it odd and unique? Seeing people smile while in a heat 120 degree. Cause I wanna be free. What's a smiling face when the whole state's racist? Why wanna hound they damn it? Cause I wanna. So if I celebrate it, standing on the corner, I ain't drinking no 40, drinking time with a nine. Some land call me the trigger man Looking for the governor huh. He ain't loving you high But hear the trouble, yeah, he's rubbing you wrong Get the point and come along He can get to the joint I urinated on the state while I was kicking this song Yeah, you better be fair The sucker over there He tried to keep it yesteryear The good old days The same old ways that kept us dying hey, Yes, you, me, myself, and I Indeed, what he need is a nosebleed Be between the lines Plan and understand that's all she wrote When we see the real side to hide behind a boat And they can't understand why he the man Who's singing by the king They don't like it when I decide to make it Wait, I'm waiting for the day For the man who demands respect Cause he was great, come on I'm on a one mission To get a politician to honor Or he's a corner by the time I get